G'day guys and welcome to the Coach Mark Carroll podcast. Today's episode, it is the problem with just eating clean for fat loss. This is something I've definitely kind of gone back and forth on over my years training myself and then definitely as a coach training with clients, particularly obviously people in the fat loss kind of focused portion of the fitness industry and then doing comp preps and whatnot. When it comes to losing weight by now, I'm sure all of you, well, I desperately hope that all of you who have been following me for a long period of time know that a calorie deficit is required to lose body fat. We need to be in energy deficit to lose weight. Without that, there will be no body fat loss. But over and over and over, you see on social media, um, from coaches and doctors, doctors who primarily on social media who aren't actually people with any nutritional qualifications, they're just GPs or my favorite kind of doctors who are actually more just chiropractors and then using nutrition as a way to kind of get rich and whatnot. But something you see is the push of just eating clean, eating clean, eating clean. And well, I guess firstly, you need to identify what is clean. What does clean mean? And then what is foods that would be not so clean? And what are foods that in a lot of the world people push good? Or what are the foods that people push bad? And something you see a lot is the whole idea that Flexible dieting and, you know, bad foods are the worst thing ever. And all you should do is just eat clean and you'll lose weight. And you shouldn't track calories. You shouldn't track macros. It's a waste of time. Just eat clean. And the thing is, is that there are some positives to not tracking calories. There are positives not tracking macros. Sure, it's a bit easier to not worry about that kind of stuff. But it's also probably not going to give you anywhere near the accuracy you want for generating fat loss. Now, the problem with just eating clean is it doesn't actually take into account really the key driver of fat loss, which is a reduction in calories. You can eat clean and eat 2,000 calories over your maintenance You can eat clean and overeat on clean foods. You can eat clean and um, not make any progress whatsoever. The problem with just saying eat clean is that it doesn't leave too much accuracy towards actually the main goal of fat loss. I kind of liken the term to eating clean versus, all right, so if you look at eating clean versus tracking calories and macros, I kind of look at the two as if I told you all who follow me, just go to the gym. Go to the gym and go do something there at the gym versus go follow this program. I want you to do X amount of 
exercises I want you to do, these exercises in this order, I want you to do these sets, these reps, this tempo, I want you to have a training split of this for the week, your program is going to be four weeks, and then after the four weeks, we're going to change the program, and then each set, I want you to write down the weight you lifted, and then add a little bit of weight each set, see how kind of detailed that is and specific, that's kind of what I look at when you give calories and macros, it's super detailed. It's super specific to the person's objectives. It's specific to the person's current weight, body fat, their goal, short-term, long-term. When you just tell someone to eat clean, there's so much nuance. Well, I don't actually, there's not so much, I don't want to use a new word nuance, but there's so much room for error. There's so much room for I guess, objectiveness, one person's clean can be a little bit different to another person's clean. And then one person who has slightly different hunger, hunger, hormone sensitivity will be a little bit different to someone who isn't, um, I guess, in touch with the signals their hunger hormones send to them. So, I mean, imagine if I said to a lot of people, all right, I know you want to get stronger. I know you want to build muscle. I know you want to um, lose weight and whatnot. Now I want you to go to the gym. The gym is a great place to be. The gym is a place where you can get great results and exercises and do all these things you want to do. But I'm not going to tell you how many days a week to go. I'm not going to tell you if you should train for 10 minutes or two hours. I'm not going to tell you what body parts to train, let alone the exercises to train. And yeah, just go to the gym and keep going. And I think that will be a positive for you getting your results. Now, will that work for some people? Yes, because some people are going to be A, train hard. And if you can train really hard, you're going to be able to a lot of the time, get a result just from your effort. Even though it might not be pushed to the right area, you can still get progress just by working really hard. And then you can also just get lucky and you know pick and choose the right exercise and they work for you, whereas someone else might go to the gym and just feel absolutely lost. They feel disillusioned. They don't know if what they're doing is correct. They don't know if their technique's correct. They don't know if they're choosing the right exercises, et cetera. So that's the problem when you just go, hey, just go to the gym. It's so vague. It's like, yes, we know the gym's a great place, but it's not really looking at the details of what someone really needs and their own personal goals. This is why calories and macros, when you track at least short term, tells you so much because it actually gives you a target. It gives you a budget to hold yourself accountable to. When you're just eating clean, for example, people seem to forget that clean foods have calories and sometimes a lot of calories. It's funny, if you often go to health food stores and your organic stores, and I remember when I was in America, maybe in Australia, when I went to America, I went to um, Whole Foods and Whole Foods is all these, you know, organic things and I went there and I, I I was looking, trying to find like a protein bar just as a snack. It's all busy and quickly tried to find a protein bar. And everything 
there was, you know, your gluten-free or organic. And some of the kind of snack options they had were little like granola bars or nut kind of bars and and so many things. And the calories on them when you actually looked were just wild. Like little snack bars were like 600 calories or something ridiculous like that. And the issue is, is that people would go in there and go, oh, cool. Here's a little bar. Here's a perfect snack. And they would go, all right, this is gluten-free or this is organic. And they kind of make these little decisions or here's some nuts. That's healthy. And when you don't understand the energy value of foods, just because it's healthy doesn't mean they don't add up. And a lot of the healthy foods can still be very calorie dense, especially when you're dealing with things like nuts and oils and um, a lot of those foods that are a lot of the foods that are often kind of more vegan-y kind of type where they're a combination of carbs and fats and then they're quite energy dense. And a lot of a lot of times you, you don't realize just how many calories are in so-called clean foods. And this is the issue is that imagine if you want to lose weight and you went and, go, went and said, all right, I want to lose weight. I know I should have protein. Protein's good. I know I saw that fats are good for you. I saw that carbs are good for you. I want to have a balanced diet. So I'm just going to eat clean foods. So I know protein is good and I know fish is good. So therefore, I'm going to have a lot of salmon. Well, salmon's great because it's got protein in it, but it's also extremely um, fat dense, which can be an amazing thing. But it's obviously going to add up more calories compared to, say, a leaner source of a white fish. So you have your protein, but then you have a lot of fats there with your salmon, which is fine. But in the big picture of your diet, if you're not tracking them, you'll add up. Likewise, you go, you know what? I want to have a, a snack, so I'm going to have a granola bar. And that granola bar has um, four or 500 calories. You think it's something really healthy, and then all of a sudden you've got four or 500 calories there. Likewise, you go, all right, I know nuts or almonds are really healthy for me, so I'm going to have a handful of almonds. And then I'm just going to pick a few more extra than I think. And I think, you know, I might be having 50 grams of almonds and actually have 150 grams of almonds, which is very easy to do. And all of a sudden, again, you're having three, 400 calories. Then you go have another carb source. You have a salad and you put protein in it. Great. You put um, salad and then you put some feta cheese in it, which again has calories a lot of calories. You put some olive oil in it because oil is good. And then you get more calories. None of these foods are inherently bad. They're actually all quality foods. But too often when people think clean foods, they feel like they have this endless budget of calories. And that's not the case. And this is why so many people struggle to lose weight because they are eating quality foods. But time and time again, they're overeating the quality foods for their goal of fat loss. This is the power of tracking calories and macros at least short term. And this is something why, you know, if you go to the gym initially lost, something that can work so well for people to accelerate their progression is working with a trainer. If you come and work with my programs, I guarantee you if you did um, 24 weeks on building a bikini body series or something like that, or two of my challenges, you'd be years ahead of most people in the gym because you'll learn so much. You might do a couple of challenges of mine back to back and all of a sudden you've learned so much understanding of your training and your purpose of what to do in the gym 
Now you have confidence to do it on your own, but that's because you've understood by working with a coach like myself, what to do in the gym, how to do it, how fast to lift, how long to rest. Then when you go on your own, then you have the power to actually identify better exercise selection and rep ranges and things like that for your goal. But that's the power of learning. But if you never worked with myself, my programs, and you just went to the gym with no idea what to do, it would often take years to really work out and often people giving up because they just feel so lost. And that's the way I always look at nutrition. If you can start with a good understanding of your calories and macros, which is going to be the key driver of helping you lose weight. It's then going to open you up to periods of not tracking in the future because you're going to have better skills to eyeball foods and go, all right, there's um, a chicken breast. It's about the size a size of my palm. So therefore, I know from experience it's going to be around 200 calories. I know what a cup of rice is. I know what two slices of bread is in value. And you can start to calorie count in your head without all the technical um, tracking to the T with, you know, writing your calories down or using something like MyFitnessPal. But this is the power of at least doing it for a period of time to learn. I remember, geez, I think probably about five, six years ago, I remember when flexible dieting was really coming on the scene and, you know, I was doing it a lot and I, I used to post about flexible dieting and people would lose their mind. Everyone was so angry. How dare you tell people they can have a donut and still lose weight? How dare you tell people that they don't have to eat clean to lose weight? And I remember there was a meme and it was of a raptor, like a velociraptor from Jurassic Park. And I think it said something like along the lines of, let me think again. It says something along the lines of if clean eaters stop losing weight, what do they do? And it was just like, do they just eat cleaner? Question mark. And the whole kind of point of the joke was, is that, well, if you're already eating clean and you're not losing weight and if calories don't matter to those people saying that all it was was eating clean, then how do you continue to lose weight? Because that was the narrative so many people would push. Eat clean to lose weight. Then if you're not eating, if you, if you are eating clean and you're not losing weight, then what do you do? And the clean eaters would then have no response because their whole idea and the whole narrative was that calories didn't matter, just eat clean. But we know, everybody should know, follows me, that if you're not losing weight on a certain amount of calories, then you'll need a reduction of calories to continue making those changes to keep losing fat. We need a calorie deficit to lose body fat. We need to continue to make changes to ensure that we're in a calorie deficit if we plateau. The problem with just eating clean and having no idea of how many calories, how much food you're having, is that when you do plateau, you're not actually sure where your calories have been. You don't have the clear-cut data to make intelligent decisions for example let's say your td is 2200 your maintenance is 2200 calories and you do a 500 calorie deficit so you start dieting on 1700 calories you lose a few kilos on 1700 calories and then all of a sudden you plateau and takes a couple weeks of plateauing so what do you do well you drop calories you might drop your calories down to 1500 and all of a sudden you go to 1500 calories from 1700 And all of a sudden you start losing weight again because you've reduced calories. 
You haven't eaten necessarily more clean or anything. You've just reduced calories and now you've generated momentum again for fat loss. It's so easy to do, go, all right, I'm having 1,700 calories. I can see that. All right, I'm going to take 30 grams of carbs away. I'm going to take eight grams of fats away, et cetera. And now I'm going to have 1,500 calories. It's super easy to identify what to do. It's super easy to identify where you're at because the data is right there. Whereas if you're just eating clean and with no idea of how many calories and macros you're having, it's very hard to then make intelligent changes. You don't know where you're at. You don't know if you need to make huge changes. You don't need to know if you need to reduce food a lot or how little um, you only need to make a small change because you don't actually know where your calories are at. You're basically guessing. You're basically doing things blindly and hoping for the best. So, this is why, at least for a period of time, you should always try and assess where you're at. So even if you are eating clean and you've generated momentum, you start losing weight and all of a sudden you start to plateau, a big suggestion I think is when you start to plateau, write down all the foods you're having and track them. Track them for a week so you can at least see where you're at and then make changes from there. But the answer, obviously, as I said before, is if you're eating clean and you're not losing weight, it's not a matter of, okay, I need to eat cleaner. You're already eating so-called clean. The key to fat loss will be then a reduction in calories. So this is why it does my head in when people say you just need to eat clean to lose weight. Eating clean can obviously be foods that are going to be more likely to be lower calorie dense, but doesn't mean a lot of clean foods are not heavily calorie dense. So if you're plateauing, if you're unsure of your weight loss, if you're unsure with wanting to make progress in the gym, just like you would with training, you'd want to follow a plan so you know what you're doing exactly. Same with nutrition. Nutrition, tracking calories is like going to the gym and knowing how much weight to lift, what exercise to do, what order of exercise to do, it's the same with calories and macros. So if you want to learn more and you want to have more accuracy in what you're doing and not just blindly hope for the best, this is the power of at least short term for a couple of weeks or a month, learning to track your calories and macros for you to understand where you're at, why you're plateauing, and then to intelligently make changes to allow you to continue to lose weight. So I hope that makes sense, guys. I hope that gives you a little bit inside of why eating clean in isolation is not the key driver of fat loss a reduction in calories is going to be what will help break you that fat loss plateau it doesn't have to be 100 super super clean foods clean foods do have calories those calories add up so guys hope that helps and this is why you know i'm so much about my education my programs i'm drilling the importance of understanding nutrition we want amazing results in the gym. That's going to come from our training programs, my program design, but we also want to generate those body composition goals, which is going to be a matter of your nutrition supporting your training in the gym. So if you want to learn more, guys, go invest into my programs. These programs are not just training programs, they're nutrition, the education, personal trainers around the world do my programs people starting out in the gym use these programs and then stick at them long term so guys there you go i hope that helps and you can see why calories and macros matter and not just eating clean for fat loss
Cheers, guys.